0: Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Miss Lolita, personnel director. This is Tanil, our technical director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 501c program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Well, tonight, a special guest, we sure do. I want to introduce Pastor Simpson. Been pastoring for many years in the Church of God, uh, background Church of God altogether. And then on this broadcast, it's exactly the essence about what he's talking about even tonight. I can't sniff about what he's doing and what he's done. He's been through the vision, know oh, how it feels. I'm not going to discuss names or dates or places, but I heard from a friend of his that he was the architect of restoring congregations. And when I heard that, it just excited me so much. See if we can't glean what he's been through and how he's beginning to fix those situations. And it's so wonderful. I've been talking to him for the past couple of weeks. It's very enriching. And how he worked out these issues, still working at it, and what he did as a hands-on. So let's give Pastor Simpson a round of applause because he's here tonight. And I'm just so glad to have him here. Amen. So Pastor Simpson, here we go with our questions. And again, thank you for coming on. I had to get you on to hear how you were able to reach out and begin to restore these things. So much to discuss in these next 20 minutes, but we'll try best we can. Pastor Simpson, what is the essence of division? What is the essence of division?
1: Well, brother Moon moment- I think in the years that I've labored with people and worked with problems throughout the church, I think it's a a great light of the love of God um, coming from our heart towards other people. It is inconceivable for me to think that we can have the love of God in our heart and be separate from our brothers. See, I learned a long time ago that uh, in my life, dealing with other people, not just in general with the the church, but all people. Yes. When we have differences and people have all against you, there is nothing. Here's how I feel about it. There's nothing that anyone can do or say to me that was worse than what I did to the Lord before I ever got saved. And okay. he, forgave me. he forgave me. And he loves me. And the Bible teaches us no greater love that a man has than he has for his neighbor or for his brother. And so our divisions come, in my mind, our divisions comes from two basic things. One is, is selfishness. Okay. When when people want to prove their point or prove their doctrine, our our relationship with each other and with the Lord is not not built on doctrine. It's built on our salvation that Christ has brought to us. Now, doctrine is extremely necessary, but we have to learn how to deal with it. We have to learn how to teach others and help others to understand what doctrine is. But how can how can we? And Jesus said this. He said, "How can we?" Or John said, "How can you um, love your neighbor whom you've seen oh, you can't see?" You've I, got you. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You love God. Right. Right. Whom you right. not see. So if we say we love God, it's it's imperative that we love one another. That's all there is to it. And and where division comes in, is a lack of that love. That's for sure. And so, God intends for us to fellowship, unite, love one another, work with one another. I met you; we differ somewhat in doctrine, sure. but it has not it has not hindered our fellowship. No, it what hasn't. It it's not hindered. You and I have uh, just pretty much hit it off right off.
0: We have, (laughs) and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. That's because of
1: the love of God in our heart.
0: I've enjoyed it. You made a statement, love is the dispenser and the preserver of life. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. Can you imagine life without love? Hmm. Hmm. Just think of that, life without love. We, we cannot live our lives without love, and the greatest of that love comes to uh, God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son, and so it is that love, and that's the dispenser. How, how did Jesus, what did Jesus do for us? The Bible said God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. Through God's love for us, He gave His Son. See, He dispensed His love towards us, and uh, the the thought of love. And I'm not talking about a love where a man loves his wife, or a wife loves her husband. Mm-hmm. That's human love. That is love that we have because of who we are. Mm-hmm. But the love that Paul talks about in the uh, in First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter, where he says, "Without it, we can do nothing." Nothing. And so, that being so, then we must have the love. We must have the love of God in our heart. If it is merely our human love towards another, it can fail. But the love of God in us can't fail, because God can't fail that way. If you're talking to
0: the ministers tonight. Who've had some issues in the past, maybe family members. Division is division no matter where we find it. Uh, yes. What are the first steps? Now, uh, the, a friend of yours says you were the architect of this. What were the no, first no, steps? Let me that real <laughs> yeah, quick.
1: Well, he let said it, I right. didn't. The I thought off to him.
0: I'm going to mention his name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he, the architect
1: well, of this is the Lord Jesus.
0: That's true. What were the first steps that you took? Give me that early uh, genre of how you were feeling. Uh, I'll tell you what what really stirred
1: me. I'll tell you what stirred me, Brother man. We were up in Ohio and was going to camp meeting there. We went down to visit a friend of ours that had cancer. On our way back, my wife said, we need to stop at the dollar store and get some stuff. So when we went in and got it, she went on to the car. And as I was going through uh, for the cashier, the is out there, it was a young girl. She was 21, she told me. And as I looked at her, she had the tattoos, the piercing, and all of these things. And I don't find fault with a person that does that. I know why they do it. But when she was through uh, cashing us out, I said, can I say something to you personally? And I said, I don't want to offend you. And she said, sure. I said, why do you wear the piercing and the tattoos and all that? She said, because I like them. I, I want to have them. I, want. I said, can I tell you why I believe that you do that? And she said, sure. I said, because there's an empty place in your heart and soul. And you're trying to fill it with these things. When in reality, only the Lord can feel that for you. Mm-hmm. He can make you complete. And that's what you're trying to be. You're trying to be accepted. You're trying to be uh, made complete. You think you're not complete without these things. But only the Lord can make you complete. And she said to me, Pastor Moon, she said, I have never read the Bible I have never been to church. Nobody has ever talked to me in the wow. manner that... Wow, wow, wow. And she bowed her head and started crying. Wow. Mm. And when I left there, Brother Moon, I thought, with all of our divisions, mm. with all of our separation, how can we reach people like this? Because that girl would say, you can't even get along with each other. How can you want me to be a Christian? Mm-hmm. see? and it's true. I was in the Marine Corps through the Vietnam War, and uh, the Marine Corps experience taught me a great deal. It, it taught me we were we were guys from all areas of the uh, United States, white, black, yellow, whatever nationality we were, and we were fighting together and I didn't care for the fighting, but we were defending our country. And um, we got along great. We had our differences, sure, but we got along great. And the reason we got along great, because we knew we had to depend on one another. Mm. And so as Christian people, you and I have to depend on one another. We have to depend on one another for strength. This world has such an attack, I heard a song that says, this world has much to offer to each of us today. They say, just do your own thing is your life anyway. Uh-huh. But my life is just my life. My life belongs to the Lord. He gave me life and he sustains my life daily. So it is him that I live my life for. And because I live my life for him, I love you. I love God's people. I love lost people. And I want to see, listen, brother, if we, if we accomplish what God would have us to accomplish, this divisional thing will have to cease. That's all there is to it. If we can drop selfishness, and that's where a lot of it is, selfish. I got to prove my point. I'm not trying to prove my point. I'm trying to prove what God has done for us and what God wills for us. Pastor God- yes, Simpson, let
0: me, cut, let me cut you there. we got some calls coming in from our listeners. They want to talk to you also, too. Yes. Any calls coming in?
1: Yes, sir. We have a question from Mr. 313. She asks, how do we give that kind of love, or how can I give that kind of love to someone who has hurt me?
0: Mm, good question. Well, now, Pastor Simpson, let me say, in this division, you were hurt, weren't you? You, When the sure. division came, you sure, were hurt, wounded. And so how did you get that love to give it to us? How did you do that? Well, what did you do to reach out the way you did? friends By a sideline, uh, Pastor well, Simpson was in some division, and he began to work, and they're working toward the differences, and they're getting back together. So when you were devastated and hurt, during the division, how did you reach out to get back to those who you were not, had not been with in earlier years?
1: After several years of any division that I've ever been through, after several years, I began to miss the people I always had fellowship. With.
0: Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. Because I would say, I could not say because we were divided, they were sinners and lost out with God. I couldn't say that. Mm-hmm. And so I began to feel in my heart that if they're saved, they're saints of God. Why then am I divided from them? And so I began to search, you know, uh, what is it that can bring us back together? And it is the love of God that can bring us back together. That's the only thing that will ever bring us back together. We cannot get together and sit down and and hash out our differences it is the love of God in their heart. If a person is divided, if they will go before God and cry out to God for God's love to be real in their life and to be able to reach out to others. Listen, my time in the war, I saw men die, blown up, mm. and just tortured right at my feet almost. And when I saw that, I thought it's a terrible thing for them to die, and it is a terrible thing.
0: That's true, and yes.
1: I had to go and identify a lot of the fellas that were blown up because you couldn't recognize them. And you know what, Brother Moon, we were boys. We were 18, 19, 20-year-old boys. We hadn't even really begun our life. Sure. And I wanted to help them now in my Christian life. When I see somebody hurting. When I see a person that maybe others have mistreated in their hurt, the thing that I try to do is get people to see God can heal that. God can heal that, and He heals that through love. Sure. That you know, with Jesus dying on the cross, no greater love can we experience than that love. While we were yet sinners. Yes. He died for us. Amen. And if he died for us when we were sinners, can we not love our brother that's our Christian brother? Wow. Wow.
0: Friends, if you're just tuning in, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. And we want you to remember, if you've been wounded, left the church, you've not been forgotten about. We're not a church here, but we're here to help you, support you in those three areas, forgiveness, Reconciliation and healing within God's church. So again, we're here tonight with Pastor Simpson to get some of these ideas. Pastor, another question: uh, When we disagree, what should we do if we disagree on this or that? What should we do? What? What? Well, no, no, then, let me. What did you do? How did you? What did you do with that when that happened to you? Well, First of
1: all, that? brother Moon, uh, let me make one thing clear: okay. It wasn't okay. just what I did. God began to burden other brethren's heart, other people's heart, and that were grieved over the difficulties and the separations that has come about. And, And so as we were and prayed, God began to mend their hearts. It wasn't something I said or done. It was the fact of what God used us for and used others to see this come about. There's brother everywhere in Brother Moon that, is, that has the love of God in their heart and they're reaching yeah. out. But see, many people think we've got to sit down and come to a common understanding of doctrine or whatever, and we've got to agree on that if we have fellowship. That is not true. That's not true. See, the love of God in our heart Whatever differences that you and I may have in doctrine or anything, whatever differences they are, our love for one another will certainly bring us together. And by the love of God bringing us together does not mean that we have to agree. Why do we have to agree? Is is a doctrine of a certain teaching uh, that? superior than the love of god
0: well said well said does unity help healing when you does unity begin to heal that those feelings that people experience in the division
1: most definitely. Most definitely, brother. Uh, there's been situations that that I have been a part of, and as time went by, we all began to realize that we're, we're not being a help to each other as God would have us to be a help to one another. We all know the story Jesus told about the um, going down the road to and the priest, and the the good Samaritan, we all know that story. That good Samaritan paid no attention to the man that was in the ditch as far as who he was. He saw his need, Mm -hmm. and he met that need. Is that not what we're to do? Amen. Listen, I can be true to the doctrine that I most definitely believe. I don't get up and preach something I'm not quite sure of. I want to be sure of it before i say anything about it. And then once I'm sure of it, I can preach it with all my heart. But whatever doctrine that we hold to, if that doctrine separates us, that doctrine is not of God. That doesn't mean it's not true. It just means that we are not administering that very doctrine right. If it's true doctrine, if it truly comes from God, It'll have the love of God in it to reach precious souls. Wow.
0: Any comments from our listeners at this point? Our time is just about gone now, unfortunately. Any other comments? Not at this time. Friends, we want to thank Pastor. Any closing comments before we go? Our time is up again. It goes by so quick. (laughs) You're talking to someone tonight who's been wounded, separated from the church or division or strife. What would you say to them?
1: I'd say that our love for God must be superior than any hurt, any grief, because it is there that God can use us to begin to mend it. When when we started this, I said selfishness is one of the things. You did, correct. And and see, selfishness is. And what I mean by selfishness, I don't mean sinful selfishness. I mean that many people do not want to come and say, I was wrong, or to come and say, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. Brother Moon, you've done me wrong, and mm-hmm. I come because I want our fellowship to continue.
0: Yeah. I
1: love you. I've listened to you, and I love you, and I appreciate you, and mm-hmm. I appreciate other brethren. So mm-hmm. if if that's to continue, we're gonna to have to understand we're gonna differ from time to time, whether it's doctrine or whatever. We're gonna differ from time to time. I've been married fifty-four years. Me and my wife differ. Yeah. But I could not live without her love, brother.
0: I, I I've been married about six months. She likes ice cream, but I like Hagen dazs That's a problem already. You know, we
1: can't get on. <laughs>
0: But there's going to be differences, right? I mean, there there's going to be
1: differences. Here's, here's one thing I tell people all the time. Love people cannot even fathom the thought that two Christian people can disagree and still love one another, still work with each other. When we built the campground at White Pine, Tennessee,
0: yes, yes, uh-huh.
1: when we built that first building, There were 62 men working together from almost every state around. And we built that building in two days.
0: Wow. Wow. We
1: framed it up and everything in two days. Wow. And that's unity. Though we didn't agree on just how to do everything. But see, the the pastor there put me in charge of making sure it all gets done. And our Lord is in charge of us. He's the head of the church. Amen. Amen. And if we Amen. don't get directions, we got to get them from Amen. Him and Amen. no other. Brother. Amen. Amen. It's yeah. true. Thank God for pastors that can lead congregations, lead them in a godly manner. Thank God for that, but it still takes the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen to guide and direct. Friends, we want to thank the pastor tonight for visiting with us, Amen. and he talked about what causes division, and how he was able, to, with his friends and the Holy Ghost, able to mend those bridges. And I'm sure tonight, that's what you want also, too. Amen. So again, this podcast is called Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and it's by Church of God for Church of God. Reaching out today, let you know there is hope, reconciliation, there's help and forgiveness, and it can be done. Our focus is to help the hurting with discussion and dialogue discuss these things to solve these things so we got to talk about it to solve it so pastor again thank you so much tonight yes. to our staff personnel you've been good say the lord bless you amen
1: amen